Hey y'all, welcome back to the Latte Lowdown. I'm your host, Cherish. And I'm your host, Hope. We have really enjoyed the past few episodes and we're excited to get to episode number six. Ooh, episode six already. Hey, Let's hey, get into hey, it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hope, what has this week been like for you? What's Ooh. been what's been popping? What are the faves? Faves. Okay, so last episode we talked about how I was starting my own sourdough starter. Yeah. It died. Oh, no. (laughs) She tragically passed away. So first attempt was a fail, Mm -hmm. but a favorite was that a very sweet friend was willing to give me some of her starter that she's been curating for three years now. That is dedication. That the is commitment. Is basically a pet at this point. It's a member of the family. <laughs> That's crazy. Does she take it on vacation with her? I think she has somebody look after it. She no must. way. She must. That's wild. <laughs> like how you wouldn't. That's you that's fair. Eat it at least once a week. So. <laughs> oh well. Okay. That's yeah. reasonable. Once a week is more feasible if you're keeping it in the fridge. I've learned. Um. But yeah, so that was definitely a favorite. My sourdough starter dying was not a favorite. That was a bit sad. And it yeah. made the house stink. Oh, that stuff does not smell good. Well, it is sour dough. Yeah, true. <laughs> Fermenting process, not nice. Yeah, not always, uh, right? <laughs> and then, let's see. My husband is building these above-ground boxes for my mom and I to start gardening in. So that's Cute. Really that is adorable. I oh, love that. Oh, and I think us riding this week. That's another favorite. I always love being in That was ride. so fun. That was fun. That was a good time. It's always a joyous time. <laughs> I like having someone that accepts my weirdness and I can like speak out loud my thoughts. Because oh, yeah. She was just speaking and singing the whole I, time. <laughs> I, I like to, I like when I'm riding, I talk to the horses, not really like they have a choice, Avi, but like I'm just like talking or singing what we're doing. And it sounds weird if you're by yourself and someone's like happens to be in the house and looking at you and your mouth's moving, but there's no one out there, right? <laughs> like I think it's fine if, if it's like once in a while you're like talking to the horse, right? But me it's consistent. So I was mm-hmm. happy Hope was there because I was like, man, now I don't sound so well still well, we sounds a little crazy. But to each other. It was just a lot of bouncing off of it each was other. fun. It was I showed fun. my mom the video and I was like just ignore the really terrible German accents and just watch her canner. <laughs> Oh, man, no, it was so much fun. I really enjoyed that as well. What about you? Any other favorites for this week? Uh, honestly, that was kind of the highlight of my week. It's mm. been it's been a long, long week. Mm. That, I mean, okay, well, kind of a... Hmm, this is an interesting favorite. I don't know if I'd call it a favorite, but my grandma's funeral was on Monday, mm. and it was really hard, mm-hmm. but also sh- seeing people... Like my family members who I haven't seen in a while. Mm. That was really nice. Yeah. Sucky circumstances. I yeah. wish it was different, but it was nice to see people, see everyone's babies and they're all growing up. Um, mm. And we just got to do like a lot of worship and stuff that day, which was awesome because oh, it's just kind of like nice. cool to see God's grace through the whole situation. Yeah. So I really, I, I as much as I dreaded that day, I also enjoyed the small moments that we had throughout the day just to like remember her and praise God. Yeah. Watching other family members being able to worship with each other, people you haven't seen in a long time. That's yeah. So nice. Yeah. I mean, sad, like you said, but really nice. Mm hmm. All right. Well, I'm currently drinking water. Same. <laughs> we <laughs> had our lattes. Yeah. We went to a coffee shop earlier and I had delicious affogato. If you don't know what an affogato is, it's. A shot of espresso poured over gelato, and it was 
so good. Manny thought it tasted like bacon. I don't <laughs> yeah, know what it tasted, it tasted like. like bacon. Yeah, I don't know what I thought, but I didn't really think. I liked it. It was good. Bacon necessarily. No. I just don't really like espresso that much. Mm. You know, well, I'm once very it selective. Melted in and mixed more. It was. Oh, so good. I'm glad you enjoyed that. I had a very delicious matcha latte. That matcha was really good. Matcha is, it fuels me. I it love matcha. <laughs> it runs through my veins. <laughs> I wish. No, it's so good. So yeah, that's what we had. But now we're having water and that's uh, that's yeah, where we're at. We're drinking right now. Uh, what about studying? What are you studying right now? I just made it in to Second Peter. Ooh. So very excited about that. Um. I I don't know. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> I I just love going through the New Testament. Um, mm-hmm. and then once I'm done with this, I think I'm gonna hop on back to like Nehemiah. Ooh, just because I feel Go like we back. don't visit that very much. I know. I really need to study more of the Old Testament. I feel yeah. like I go back to the New Testament a lot, mm-hmm. but the Old Testament, like, I really need to go back. And it study. is rich. Mm-hmm. It has so much. Yeah, I've been studying Job. I'm still in Job because mm-hmm. you know, very long book. But <laughs> it is. It is. You know, I'm listening to the study by Chuck Missler. Okay, diving into it. Nice. He's a very fun person to listen to. I like him. If you're going to listen to him, I would say. Take some of the things that he says with a grain of salt because <laughs> he <laughs> likes to dive into some of the wackier theories and he mm. cautions, you know, his congregation and the people that are listening that, you know, don't take this super seriously because there's not a lot to back this stuff up. But it is interesting to hear him go through some of the other theories yeah. that come from the word. And he points out things that I would have never noticed before. Yeah. Like Genesis, when he's talking about. Um, the serpent and the line that is going to come from Satan, basically, to come back and get the line of Jesus. Yeah. And he specifically points out that the Bible says from her seed. And it's so interesting because then he points out, you know, Mary, it was a virgin birth and it came from her. Because typically it's the seed of man. Mm. But this is specifically pointed out as the seed of woman. Is from who Jesus comes from. So I just, you know, he points out that kind of stuff and I find it very interesting. That is interesting. And, you know, listening to him talk about Job as it being potentially the oldest book in the Bible. That's that's wild. Mm -hmm. And it's one it's considered one of the greatest works of literature as a whole. And they compare it to the Odyssey and the Iliad and everything is so interesting because, you know, looking at it differently as truly a work of poetry and a great story and looking at you know the different things that he points out like it's not satan that just says you know hey do this thing to job yeah god tells satan like yeah sure test my guy like do it a lot of people struggle with that mm-hmm. yeah I, know. I wonder how job would feel knowing his life story has made such an impact <laughs> on the world it's very tragic it, yeah <laughs> put it lightly really like taking into what we were saying last episode of waiting patiently and going through some trials and tribulations God, job was job was i don't person. know if today's like people there are probably very few who have the mm. faith to, to that would sustain them through a season like that i know because that is some tough stuff yeah. really crazy crazy stuff if you have the time go through the book of job because 
Whew, really makes you think about some stuff. <laughs> think yeah. about your material possessions. Makes you really appreciative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well. All right. You want to give our disclaimer for this episode? Yeah, guys. Listen. Disclaimer. <laughs> uh, we are not professionals. All right. We are just two young girls in their 20s figuring out life as it happens. Yep. Which is very, very <laughs> weird. Um, but yeah, we're not giving this uh, advice as like Fact total, and you have factual to do or it. doctrine, right? Like this is just <laughs> this is just what we're what we've experienced, what we've learned, and we just want to share it with you guys. Yeah. Hopefully you guys can take something out of this. Mm-hmm. Today's episode, we are talking about a topic that was requested to us through our Instagram DMs. Guys, oh. we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you would like us to discuss, what you would like to hear. And today is just that. Today, we are talking about how to implement reading the word into your daily life, not yeah, yeah. your occasional life, not your weekly life, not daily, the monthly, but the daily guys. Getting fed <laughs> spiritually all day, which I will let you know. I'm not great at this. <laughs> I am still learning how to do this. Who is perfect at that? <laughs> still learning how to do this. Literally you know? no one. Yeah. But all right, guys, let's jump into today's episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. First point. Wake up. Yes. Wake up. If you need to get up early. Listen, I know some of us get up early. Okay. I've been in the position where I had to get to work at a very early hour, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to get my time with the Lord first. So if you need to wake up 30 minutes earlier, then whatever it is, that would be a normal time to get up and get yourself together. Mm -hmm. Like set apart time to feed yourself spiritually. Mm -hmm. And I do this. I try to do this regularly. Mm-hmm. Every morning, I tried it. Try I try to make this the first thing I do. Mm. So before I get up and get on my phone, before I get distracted and start cleaning, because I'm a domino cleaner, I'll clean something <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, look at that. Let me fix this and this and this. And before you know it, the whole house is clean and I have yet to read my word. And so I have to really like discipline myself mm-hmm. to just get up and grab my word. Mm. And so usually what that looks like is I literally will just wake up yeah. And roll over, grab my Bible and my notebook Ooh, <laughs> and sit thing. in bed and I go through it and then I journal about it um, because I found that that has actually helped me retain more information mm. and actually p- pay attention to what I'm reading and not just read it to read it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I try to I try to read my word first thing. And most of the time that's before I even eat because mm-hmm. I get distracted mm. um, and I want to be fed spiritually before I'm fed physically. Most of the time, because then once I get fed physically, then all of a sudden my mind's going crazy and I'm like, okay, now I have this whole to-do list to do. Let me set my word aside for a second. And Mm -hmm. uh, my priorities just get thrown off. Yes. So in order to combat that, I, like I said, wake up, get it done first, Mm -hmm. um, and then just do my journal, you know, summary, meaning, and application. And then I'll journal a little prayer to go along with it. That's great. Yeah. I would say... A huge one that helps for me to not make the word so repetitive is praying right before you open your word. Mm. You know, praying to God and saying, hey, you know, Lord, just teach me something new. Let me find something new and encouraging in your word today. Yeah. Open it up to me. Even if you just randomly open up your word to something completely different. If you need Mm -hmm. to get out of your study that you've been doing on repetition, it's starting to feel Mm -hmm. boring. 
open your word up to something random. See what yeah. God's trying to teach you that specific day mm-hmm. and try to take something from that word. Because I think all of it is extremely useful to us. I think we can look over some things and be like, ah, that doesn't apply to me. Or yeah, this makes no sense. You need to go back, look at some context for it. Don't just read a random verse, read a chapter, you know? Yeah. It doesn't take that long. I think we instantly think, if I'm not going into my word for three hours, then I'm not doing it properly. Yeah. That's not necessarily true. You know, I would say, don't just skim through your word. Don't just lightly go, okay, this is just a checklist that I have to do. I got to skim through it and then not take anything from it because then you're not actually feeding yourself with the word of God. You're not actually filling your daily cup and um, you're not gaining anything from it. It's not providing something for you. You're not taking it seriously, you know? And I know that I tend to do that a lot. If I feel really busy and I'm like, ah, I got to hit this checklist and I just skim through it really quickly. And then I'm like, what did I just read? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What even was that? <laughs> yeah, that can be, that can, that happens definitely. Mm-hmm. And I, for me, I think, you know, you're not always going to be excited to get up and mm-hmm. read the word. Like we go through moments or seasons when we're just on fire for God. Mm-hmm. Um, and as exciting as it is when those happen, there's also the points where you're in the valley and you're like, ugh, yeah. this is the last thing I want to do right now. And sometimes it, it is like you just have to force yourself to do it, you yeah. know, because like even just reading those words, you might not really think you're receiving anything from it, mm-hmm. but you are because the Bible is powerful. Yeah. And like those words are life changing. So, um, well, yeah, if even if it's just like reading a small bit, like literally just anything, pray, pray over it. And, ask and if anything's going to feed that fire for the Lord and feed your spiritual journey, it's going to be God's breathe word out to us. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's what's going to fuel you is mm-hmm. looking at in real time of what God is telling us. Yeah. Cause this applies to our life. This is here for a reason. God's mm-hmm. giving us a pamphlet of, how to live our lives like Christ, how yeah. to get there, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, another good thing, like you were mentioning before, removing distractions. Ayo. Let's look at points of how to remove some distractions in our life. I am going to go out and buy an alarm clock because I find that the first thing that I do when I roll over is look at my phone. <laughs> yeah. Scroll social media, see if anybody's texted me, replying to people. Um. Mostly social media, I would say. That's the biggest addiction point right there. Even alarm clocks. I think, you know, having your phone right there in the morning and before you go to sleep can be really dangerous. You know, it puts your... What is it? There's some statistic that says it can amplify your stress levels by a crazy percentage. Putting your phone next to you? or If you look at your phone first thing in the morning and first thing before you go to bed. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, it amplifies your stress levels. Because you're going to catch the news and all the terrible stuff going on and... And you know, like seeing Body what people's stuff, doing, what people are doing. Your life, yeah, you're like, man, look at that. I'm, oh, I could yeah. be doing that. <laughs> but reading can actually um, de-stress and lower your stress levels in the morning if you open your word. And for me, I find that if I start my day off with the word, I'm going to have a way better time looking at my life from a godly perspective rather mm-hmm. than running into my life full speed, all this mm-hmm. anxiety, getting quick to anger you know all these kinds of things frustration but if i read my word first thing then that's what i'm immediately thinking about yeah how do i live my life like christ what can i do for christ today Mm -hmm. how can i lead my family closer to christ you know all of these things and i noticed that i feel so much less energized so much less Mm. ready to go when i don't start 
my yeah. day off with God's word. And so, yeah, talking about tools is, you know, I'm going to go out and buy an alarm clock so that not having my phone right next to me, taking out something that I know is highly addictive for me. Mm-hmm. Or if you're going to set an alarm on your phone, maybe right, right under your phone alarm, like you know how you can name them. Yeah. Put Bible time for that alarm when it yeah. wakes you up so that there's an instant reminder. I need to go on my Bible. Mm-hmm. Set your physical Bible on your nightstand. Yeah. If you're going to have your phone right there, put your physical Bible and open that first before you open your phone. Yeah. Put your Bible on your phone. So you have to grab it to turn the alarm off. Mm-hmm. Then it's in your hands. Oh, look at yeah. that. Because <laughs> there's so much stuff out there to distract you. And there yes, are. you might feel starving first thing in the morning. You might feel like I can't operate without my coffee first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I noticed the more things that you do before opening your word, the more likely you are to get distracted. Like you said, the domino cleaning effect. Yeah. <laughs> I l- come out here and I'm going to look at something that I need to do, like dishes or you know, straightening out the pillows on my couch or yeah. something. And then all of a sudden, my day is gone and I've done all of these tasks, but I haven't opened up the word. Yeah. I feel like it's it's habitual too, because like, mm-hmm. you know, you wake up and a lot of people have their coffee and they're like, man, I can't live without this. But it's like, you trained yourself for that. Mm-hmm. There was a time when you didn't need it. You yep. train yourself for these things. So train yourself to need the word of God first. Mm-hmm. And that, like, for me, I don't like coffee very much. So <laughs> I'm like... I need water. I need this and that. And then I'm like, no, you know, I need to feed feed my spirit first. Yeah. If mornings are absolutely not, you're just not able to get that morning read in, schedule it at a different part of your day. Do mm-hmm. it on your evening time before you flick on your favorite TV show or you read a different book or whatever. Yeah. You know, read the Bible instead bef- right before you go to bed. You know, if you're having those couple extra minutes, that's all you really need. There's to- always time. Oh, there's always time. We can always make time. Mm-hmm. And um, it, like I said, it doesn't have to be the morning time. It doesn't have to be the evening time. You have a lunch break, take your Bible with yes. you to work. I was just going to say, <laughs> I was ha- having a conversation the other day with a group of people and when someone was like, well, man, I, I do it on my lunch break. He's mm-hmm. like, I have a 45 minute lunch break. So 15 minutes, I read my word and make sure that I get it in. And then oh, or an like I listen way. to it when what I'm an driving. an amazing way to be able to share the gospel with coworkers. If you're working at some with yeah. multiple coworkers. Planting or, seeds for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would say another another thing that you could do, guys, because I know it can seem daunting, especially if you're a, a new Christian and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't know what to do. I want to spend time in my word, but I don't know where to begin or whatever. Mm-hmm. Start by just reading a chapter a day. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a whole book. <laughs> Some yes. are a book. Like, you know, Jude, I'm pretty sure it's just one <laughs> chapter. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, you know, start by just reading a chapter a day. What my parents used to do when I was little they would say read a proverbs a day because there are 31 proverbs and most months have 31 days or 31 days in them um and so you get a proverbs a day mm-hmm. and there's your chapter or what my mom suggested is she reads like a chapter from the old testament and the new testament mm-hmm. or and then she'll like look at the footnotes and if oh, you nice. want to get like a deeper study if you have that time mm-hmm. and you want to g- understand better you can look at the footnotes follow them to the cross reference right Mm-hmm. And study that word as well. And then you get a better understanding of what it is that you just read. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be a huge daunting task. It could just be that chapter. Yeah. Well, and I would say if you have no idea where to go, you have no idea how to make notes in your journal or 
you know, looking and diving deep, you don't understand the context or reference notes to other verses in your Bible or other prophecies. Another great way to really deep dive into your Bible and ask yourself important questions is grab a Bible study mm-hmm. or grab a book that goes along with what you're studying. You know, I've found that the Daily Grace Co. has some really good books, especially if you're a beginner, because they ask a bunch of questions at the end. They ask you to, um, you know, write down what you thought about what you just read or, you know, yeah. prayer requests that go along with what you're reading. And it really, it deep dives it for you so that you have more context to think about. Mm-hmm. And um, so if you don't know where to start or where to start journaling on your own or how to highlight, you know, sometimes it can be kind of daunting opening up with somebody else and seeing that they've got a ton of stuff highlighted and underlined and they've gone crazy in their Bible and written on the side in their little notes section. And you're just thinking, well, I don't even know how to get started. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know what this means. I don't know what they're telling me. I don't know what they're referencing. I think study guides are really important. Also, do it with a friend. I've done a couple yeah. of study guides of where I just follow along with a friend or I've done it with my mom. Um, the Bible app has some really good ones that you can look mm-hmm. into to do with your partner, your spouse. Um, I think that that's a great way to start and for it to not feel as daunting. Yeah. And it gives you a little outline, a little program to follow along mm-hmm. in. You can do this little chunk every single day. <laughs> and it yeah. kind of has it outlined for you. So, you know, oh, this is what I'm doing today. That's good. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like the, if you're the kind of person that, that likes to like check off a, a box mm-hmm. or, you know, this is done. Yay. Yeah. Then, you know, devotionals on the Bible app are also so great because yeah. you literally get to press a button and then it makes a little ding oh, and you're done. It's like a little accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. So, so I feel like that's a, that's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Bible studies with your friends, with a friend doesn't have to be a large group. Yeah. I think it's be- more fun with a large group because you mm-hmm. get to bounce off of each other, yeah. different different thoughts and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, it really doesn't have to be super complicated. And you know, there are so many resources. Like um, you mentioned the Daily Grace Co. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I brought a few books here that I have done. So one I read with my mentor um, and friend, and it's by Alistair Begg. And it's called Brave by Faith. And it's a story about Daniel. It goes through Daniel's story mm-hmm. and it's so good. It's just, he has such a great perspective and I love reading these things because I just get to think differently. Cause you know, I only think like myself. So <laughs> when I hear someone else's thoughts, I'm like, Oh wow, how fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a, it's a good book to go through. If you're looking for like a, a book study on the book of Daniel, mm-hmm. highly recommend. It is so good. Another one that I have done, um, is 30 days to understanding the Bible by mm-hmm. Max Anders. And I actually got this as a gift from my church. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it was super, super interesting. And it, it's really fun because it has like an outline. So you literally write in the book all of the information that you learn. Mm-hmm. And it's repetitive. It's every day you're writing the same thing every day. And then it breaks it down. And then at the end, you just like write it all. <laughs> and it's like so cool to see how much you absorb. Yeah. Um, just breaking down the Bible and what like the 66 books are about and how they're divided. And it's really helpful for understanding the word and, mm-hmm. and what you're reading. So if you're looking for something like an outside resource to help you, mm-hmm. devotionals or commentaries, really good. Yeah. Really, really and good. if you're confused, because I know there can be a lot of material and you don't want to be reading anything that goes against God's word or has too much personal opinion written throughout it. And 
like I don't want to read anything that's blasphemous or (laughs) is going to throw me off the path. You know, I want to read something that's true to God's word or what I'm studying or what my church backs up. I think, uh, like I buy up most of my studies, if not all from my church's library when they put up little like book fairs where they sell books that they recommend. Or another way, if your church doesn't do that, just go up to a pastor and ask, Hey, what, (laughs) what (laughs) book would you suggest I go through? (laughs) Yeah. Um, because most likely they're going to have a lot of options that they studied for seminary or yeah. um, that they've gone through personally, that their elders or people that have mentored them have recommended for them to read. Mm-hmm. And just go to one of them. Go to a women's leader or, yeah. um, you know, your youth group leader or your college group leader and just ask, hey, what would you recommend? You can give them specific problems, too, of I'm going through this right now are there any books or studies that you would recommend that I go through for this? And most likely they're going to have an answer for you. Yeah. And like even the, is it blue letter Bible? Oh my gosh. I always forget what it's called. (laughs) I always forget, but it's an online resource and you can um, do like word studies, which Mm -hmm. are really cool. Um, Another thing that I would suggest, something I really love, one of my favorite sayings (laughs) is be a Berean. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, the Bereans are in the Bible and they were being taught the word of God, but they didn't just say, oh, yes, I agree. They went back mm-hmm. on their own and looked yes. in the word and were like, is this, was that actually in this? Like, yes. I want to know for myself that it was in this. Mm-hmm. And that's totally acceptable to do. Even doing that, if Question your pastor's thing. talking and you're like, what in the world is that actually in the Bible? Mm-hmm. Go and find it in the word. Like you can, there are reference words that you can use to search. Like they have a little index in the back. That helps, sends you to where you need to go. And it's actually very helpful. So (laughs) be a Berean and search it out for yourself. Devotionals are great. Books are great for references. But the word is God breathes. That's what God wants us to study and memorize. Mm -hmm. And another great thing, another thing to have on hand, take your word, make it interesting for yourself. Maybe challenge yourself to memorize a piece of scripture for a week. Yeah. Give yourself a challenge of I'm going to memorize a little piece of the scripture every single day until I have this whole verse memorized by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. That's something that I definitely need to do. I struggle with memorization. I can yeah. somehow memorize song lyrics and <laughs> <laughs> just sing your and Bible, guys. <laughs> yeah, sing your Bible <laughs> and um, all different kinds of stuff that the world wants me to know and fill my head with total nonsense. But yeah. for some reason, the word goes in and out. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's something that I'm going to challenge myself to do more often because we're supposed to have this knowledge on hand to give to other people. Um, <laughs> yeah, provide other people with the gospel and um, you know, giving other people access to the word through us. If you don't have your Bible on hand, it's important to have memorized verses so that you can reference back to them. Yeah, and going back to just like implementing the word throughout your day. Mm. Um, I like to write verses on note cards or mm-hmm. post-it notes and just put them in places that I frequent. Mm-hmm. So I have a few verses up in my bathroom just so that like when I'm getting ready for the day, I can mm-hmm. read them. And when I'm going to bed, I could read them. And mm-hmm. I like to do that. And I also 
think that, okay, the create an image on the Bible app, very handy because mm-hmm. then I just make a Bible verses my background on my phone, like my wallpaper. Yeah. So then I can open it and read it and oh, just like, awesome. oh man, look at that. Good reminder. Let yeah. me read that again. <laughs> you know, just really like <laughs> really just small things so that you get the word throughout your day. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's very grounding. It brings me back. I'm like, okay, you're right, Lord. I need to be more Christ-like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me not. Let me check myself <laughs> real quick and follow your word. That's another really... The Bible app has so many useful tools on it. <laughs> they really do. Um, I actually have it so that you can put a little alarm or notification that gives you a verse of the day every single day. Mm-hmm. And I have that. And that, I feel like, kind of fuels my daily... Bible time yeah. because then I open my phone, I get a little alarm, a little notification, and it gives me a new verse to look at that day. Yeah. And that's really helpful. I think if you're on the go, if you're crazy, if you know, you just life is zooming you're by. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're starting out little by little, you know, just set that alarm and then you'll get a verse every day. You can be looking deeper into that. Yeah, it's really helpful. Um, And then back to what I mentioned earlier is like journaling about your readings. It really helps it write it on your heart. You know what I mean? It really helps it stick in my mind, which makes me, you know, you're then meditating on it throughout the day. And a simple way of doing that is writing a summary. Okay, wait, hold on. I should preface. I totally stole this from my Bible. I have a woman's study Bible and it has a lot of helpful little, little things in there. And so this is something I stole from my Bible. Use anyway. If you want to use it, feel free. It's super helpful. So the first thing I do after reading is I write a little summary of what I had read. And then I write the meaning of what I had read or summarized. Um, And then I write the um, application, how it applies to my life, how I can apply it. Um, And then after that, I write a little prayer and just kind of tie it all together. Mm -hmm. But I find that that's very helpful in keeping it in my head all day. And even just recalling it the next day, Mm -hmm. because I have been in that place where I just read it to read it. And then the next day I'm like, what did I read yesterday? Like, (laughs) what was that? (laughs) Which chapter am I on? Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I find that that's super helpful. And even just like praying throughout the day Mm -hmm. is a good way to keep the word at the forefront of your mind. Opening and closing with prayer. Yeah. Asking your friends what their prayer requests are and implementing that into your Bible time is really great because then you can feel like it's really intentional and Mm -hmm. I'm praying for other people and not just myself. Yeah. That's a really good one as well. And, you know, like I'm listening to the um, Chuck Missler commentary or sermons on it as well while I'm reading through Job on my own. And that's another great way to question some things, get some new questions in your mind, listening to an audible commentary or Mm -hmm. an audible sermon, whether you're listening to your church's sermons, yeah, if they record them. Or another pastor that you respect. I know a lot of Alistair Begg stuff is up online. Um, I think John MacArthur commentaries you can go look at. Um, Chuck Missler. And there's a few other. There are a lot. Yeah, there are a lot. Especially, (laughs) yeah, now. Um, Yeah, and really I feel like, I should say this again, it's just about discipline. Like, it's it's a habit. It's Mm -hmm. a practice, right? So, you know. You always you have to build that habit up from scratch. <laughs> yeah. You don't always or you won't always want to, but mm-hmm. you need to. Mm-hmm. Like it's a necessity for our relationship with God and our walk with him. Yeah. Um, if, you're starting you know up, if you're starting up a new habit, don't beat yourself up. You yeah. missed a day and you suddenly realize at the end of the day, oh, I didn't read my Bible this morning. I'm such a horrible person. Don't go read it that then. mindset. Just read it yeah, then. Just open your Bible and read it then and say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to try again to do it in the morning or do it on time. Do yeah. it whenever you're you're planning on doing it every day. Um, you don't 
get to it right that moment, just set an alarm to read it later on in the day. You know, you skipped it, but don't beat yourself up and go, I'm such a horrible person because I haven't implemented this. And so many other things came before. Just like Cherish said, this is a habit that we have to teach ourselves. You're not always going to want to do it. You're not always going to want to prioritize it. Yeah. But it is something that we have to keep trying at every single day. Yeah. We're not perfect. We're not Jesus Christ. (laughs) But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, we are trying to be like him. And part of that every day is implementing God's word into our life. Exactly. Exactly. And so, I mean, even sometimes I've missed the morning, but I read it at night. Even if it's just a little bit, I just want to get the word (laughs) over me, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Um, So, yeah, really don't beat yourself up. It's okay. The yeah. word is not going anywhere. And don't create you excuses have the time. for yourselves, guys. Yeah, don't create excuses. It's all about prioritizing your time, and we get it. Things pop up, and some things throw guys, you off. I can speak for this. I do not have a healthy habit implemented yet into my life, but I'm trying every single day <laughs> to get this habit implemented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And listen, for those of you with little kiddos, get a devotional that you can do with your kids. Because that mm. is super fun. Mm-hmm. First off, um, I've gone through a couple with my nieces and nephews, and it's um, we've gone through a couple by Louis Giglio. Wow, I said that so weird. <laughs> Giglio, <laughs> Louis Giglio. Anyway, um, and the, he just has a, a fun devotional where it's just like throws in interesting facts about the world and stuff mm. and creation, and then ties in God's word and. Mm. They love it. I actually really enjoy it. I feel like I'm learning a ton. Um, but I think it's really helpful if you have kids. You know, we're called to train kids up in the word, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a responsibility of the parents. And a way you can do that is by having a devotional with them. And guys, Christmas is coming up. Our favorite time of the year. But this is a perfect opportunity to go through the story of Christ's birth with your kids. Oh, yeah. Start now. Get them prepared for Christmas for the meaning of what Christmas really is. I know Santa is really fun. Like, that's something that we're going to be doing with um, my children. That's personally something that I'm going to keep implementing. I know some people don't. Um, presents and all of that. But show them the real importance of why we celebrate on that day and get mm-hmm. them prepared. So mm-hmm. when it comes to Christmas Day, they're already thinking of Oh, we celebrate this because Christ was born on this day. Yeah. And Christ died for my sins and God sent him for me, you know, like that relationship. And, you know, it's there's plenty of studies, plenty of children's book with really cute little illustrations of Mary and Joseph and the donkey. And, you know, get them start getting them prepared for that. That's something really fun that you can do with your little kiddos during this holiday season. Oh, yeah. So many good things you can do. Um, but yeah, that's, those are all the points I have. Do you have anything else you'd like to share? Um, I was just going to share some verses with you guys. If I could pull them up. That's a great idea since we're talking about the word. (laughs) (laughs) I think John 1, 1 is a perfect thing to remind yourself. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Boom. Roasted. Yeah. This is, this is really important stuff. God gave it to us for a reason, for us to study, for us to learn how we can stay better connected with him in our walk, how we can be reminded of what to do in our daily walk and how to be like Christ. And, you know, constantly reminding ourselves of the sacrifice that was made for us, Mm -hmm. you know, not just putting ourselves on a pedestal, but humbling us in our daily life is really important. 
Yeah. And um, I really like Psalm 56.10. In God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise. Mm. We should praise this word. We should be thankful for this word. This should be extremely important to us. Now, you don't idolize the word. (laughs) 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 But, (laughs) you know, we should praise it, be thankful for it. And I just wanted to leave us off on those couple of verses. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning into our podcast. We're going to do our little end spiel here. (laughs) We (laughs) hope you guys enjoyed this latest episode. If this is your first time listening, we highly encourage you to go back and listen to our other episodes. As always, please remember to leave a rating and review for us down below as it really helps us out. Don't forget to leave us a suggestion. You can leave that down below in your rating or you can go to our Instagram at the Latte Lowdown. Slide into those DMs, as we say, (laughs) not in a creepy way. And we also hold polls occasionally to hear what you guys think and what you guys want to hear from us. Um, And yeah, you guys can subscribe. Hit the little like plus sign. I think it is on Apple Music to subscribe to this podcast. We try to release every Monday around 12 o'clock. PST. Hey, PST. (laughs) 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 Anyway, we hope you guys have a blessed day. Bye.